The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Hello. (laughs) Sorry, that was a rather strange hello. Hello and welcome to another edition of Spin the Rally Pod from your favourite website, dirtfish.com. I am David Evans and we, you may have noticed, we don't have Lisa this week because this is being recorded in the Dirtfish hire car. I'm here with <laughs> Colin Clark, who was, who is the malfunctioning voice of Rally this weekend. Cole, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right, thanks, David. Not too bad at all, um, but you're quite right. I don't know quite what's happened, and if you were... You're following Dartfish.com this week for the videos and all the rest. Um, <laughs> a little lacking because my voice has been a little lacking. But as long it, as you're gentle with me, <laughs> I might I might be able to just about survive no, the podcast. No promises, Colin. Genuinely, no promises. It, <laughs> it in all seriousness, it has been it's been quite a struggle this weekend. Mm. Uh, we we've had a little bit of illness in the camp, um, and yeah, Cole's voice has, has has forced me to do a bit more talking than uh, that I'm usually comfortable with. Uh, and it's been. You did a good job, David. Oh, you did, thanks you did all the interviews. <clears throat> the only problem was you've got absolutely zero microphone discipline. Well, who knew, even it, knew that microphone discipline was a thing? And it, it, it doesn't matter how many times I offer you a little bit of advice. You just don't listen to me. Why would I take advice from you? Well, <laughs> not being funny, but I'm, I'm I, ser- the same I, question. I seriously outrank you in the company. Do you have any idea where we're going? We've been here for like two weeks yeah, or something. I know exactly where we're going. We never seem to have gone back to the hotel. I'm questioning my navigation skills. I have no idea. Actually, I do defer to you in that one. Uh, so, yeah, it's That's been your a hotel, by it, the way. It's just for been, later on. Thanks very much. It's been a toughie. Uh, and you know, we always knew when we came into this event that it was going to be a yeah. real tough one in terms of the conditions, and we felt a bit of that ourselves. You know, I cannot tell you how excited Colin Clark has been getting <laughs> every time the temperature on the on the car has gone up, the, the, out, the outside temperature. And we peaked yesterday at forty-five degrees. Well, David, I'm, I'm the one that's a bit of a drama queen and, and exaggerates a little. It was forty-three. Was it? Yeah. Oh, seriously? Yeah, 43. Okay, 40. Well, in fairness, it's still quite hot. That's hot. And do you know what? Today is cool and it's 28 degrees. That's ridiculous, isn't but it? But it's, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's been a tough one. Yeah. But, you know, how come we've got this far in? We've had our own dramas, but actually the, the primary, primary driver and the primary reason for this podcast has to be to say a massive, yeah. massive congratulations to... How big is that? It's beyond huge. Mm, it sounds it's, big. It's, it's enormous. It's um, congratulations to Oit Tanek, Martin Yavioya, and the whole Hyundai Motorsport team. Yeah. What a fantastic result for them. It, you know, we get on with it, Oit. We like Oit and Martin. We like the Hyundai team. It, it makes 
such a difference. It means so much. Mm. You know, that team, that driver, that crew, they have been through the ringer. They've been through a heck of a hard time since Monty. Uh, you know, to see that boy coming in this yeah. afternoon was just an absolute treat, wasn't it? It really was. It really was an absolute treat because, do you know what? We went out for that long day on Saturday. You know, I looked really good on the Friday. And we went out for the long day on the Saturday. And, uh, you know, you'd have got very, very long odds on Oi's car getting through that day without any trouble based, based on what we've seen so far in the championship and let's just say the turnaround the transformation I have to go a little quick here David I've been a bit brave with that coming out in front of that car <laughs> well, you're not looking at my hand signals that meant clearly no, stop I thought you were Don't agreeing with me the point I was making no it, it is quite as you say remarkable not just remarkable it's remarkable for the whole team and, and, and you know what Julian Monse is such a nice guy um He's done a great job. He's done a great job in, in, in getting that team pulling together in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, and there's still massive amounts of work to do, David. And I, I think, you know, you, you've been a bit keen there. I think there, are, there are still, there's still oh, work yeah. to do on the car and there's still work to do hearts and minds perhaps in the team a little bit as well. They do need to come together. This is something that Thierry uh, was talking about. Look out for that story on dirtfish.com this week that Thierry feels that there are still sort of disparate elements within the team, within the heads of department. They're not all working cohesively together. Yeah, he was quite... Um, quite um, he was quite not outspoken, but he was quite explicit about that, wasn't he? He was. You know, he wasn't 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 holding back at all. No, absolutely. There are so, but Julian himself has said, "We have still got work to do," and they have. Yeah, no question. Um, and and absolutely, you know, they've they've benefited from some issues with the with the Toyota team. You know, we've saw Elvin Evans, who was in perhaps the best position um, of of all of the Toyotas. He had a, obviously a. A pretty sad Friday morning, didn't he? When he he hit that compression, was it comp- not a compression? It was, it was a, cut. Uh, a cut, a cut, yeah, a which, which, cut, which really hit the damaged the bottom of the car. Yeah, um, and from there on, the team was really a little bit on the back foot. Essa Pekalapi, again leading on Friday afternoon, but difficult Saturday morning went off the road um, on on that Tempio stage. You couldn't expect a huge amount from Kelly. I know we talked pre-event about how much this boy could do and what he could achieve and we saw what he achieved in Portugal and could we expect more of that maybe we could realistically mm. simple physics dictates that we couldn't you know there's that car regardless of how soft the tire is regardless of how much mechanical grip there is in the car there is only so much it can do and it was it was really really loose in places um, yeah. and, he, and he paid the price and what for me the impressive bit with Kelly is that he kept his head and he did his job that he he knew he could do, um, but f- there's no doubt it was uh, it was a, it was a magnificent effort from Oit and Hyundai. One thing that you said there, Cole, we've got to pick up on is that nobody really gave much of a chance coming through that Saturday. You talked to Julian on on the Friday night. Everybody was crossing everything uh, for them to get through that that Saturday. It was the longest day in the championship, mm. the hottest, the hardest. Uh, the, the most difficult day, uh, and they and they seem to have come through pretty much unscathed. They did a, a really good job. And talking to Oi on Saturday night and to, to Julian as well, that I I can't imagine there was much on that car that they didn't change yeah, that they were allowed to change yeah. uh, just to be to be to be ready for for Sunday. Mm. Um, obviously not. There was what I mean, thirty five kilometres or something like that today. Uh, it wasn't a big day at all, but. 
That's a big curb, though, isn't it? That was a big curb, yeah. Colin, Colin, we found, finally found a parking space. Oh, no, that's only pedestrian. I, I can't get out of here now. This is ridiculous. The people who live in number five, whatever oh, this street that's, is. That's why there's nobody parked here, they David. What I'm saying, there. Door. it was you that directed yeah, me here. That's not ideal. No, we'll have to find somewhere else. And unfortunately, because we are recording the podcast mm. in the car, we've decided to turn the air conditioning off. Oh, my God, it's awfully and hot. The inside of the car is now so, starting to steam up. It it's is. So it is. Yeah, do you know what? As you say, you know... Um, there wasn't much of a chance given to these boys on Saturday, but they did do a great job. And it's, you want someone like Oit behind the wheel at times like that. You yeah. have an opportunity. And he's he's not. He's a, he's a guy that's been around the block many times. He's seen highs. He's seen enormous lows. He knows. He's an intelligent driver. And it needed some intelligent driving on Saturday. You know, he's not pushing that car beyond his limits. He's not trying to win every stage, although he did win a lot of them. But it, it wasn't. Um, it was very intelligent driving, really but it was also incredibly quick driving. No, and this is what he said, didn't he? He said to you, I think, at the end of the rally or at the end of Saturday, he said, uh, you know, I wasn't pushing hard, but I was enjoying it, and it came to me, and the times came. Um, yeah, and it all felt natural for him. It did. It did. He did and a great it, job. He did a job. fantastic job. Right, I'm getting out of the car now. And I can't tell you, actually, right now, I would quite happily jump in the harbour with him yes, uh, and the whole team. Yeah, that's uh, one of the traditions here, isn't it? That the winning driver and his team jump in the harbour. I suspect anybody wearing anything remotely high-end-eye liveried will be jumping in that harbour. But Mr Monset has a brand new pair of trainers and he's been you know, told that maybe the trainer should go off before the he goes into the harbour. Trainers off and, and phone out Is in the pocket. Is that space there, do you think? Yeah, there's plenty, plenty of space there. That man, you're keating into the apartment, David. You might need that. Uh, and <laughs> looking past there, you know, the, the, the next team inevitably that, uh, that we need to talk about is M Sport Ford. Mm. Oh, actually, let's, let's deal with Hyundai first, shall we? The rest of Hyundai. Thierry Neville. Thierry Neville, mm. I'm Go. not sure. It was, it was a very, very aggressive strategy. We talked about Tanak's Saturday strategy, and it was very much to, you know, to see what happens to see what you can get out of the car, to look after the car. Neville had a massively aggressive strategy. He went out with one spare tyre and he was desperate to make up places. You know, we've seen that in recent rallies, particularly heading back to, uh, to uh, where were we, Croatia? Croatia, yeah. Uh, you know, it's paid off. He's written his luck. But it's and he's been, I was going to say, it's been fairly, fairly yeah. larry at yeah, times, but has. he has. He's, he's ridden his luck. But he didn't get away with it. it. Didn't get away with it this time. And, and yeah. that's the law of averages, David. You cannot drive that yeah. way. Yeah. You yeah. cannot drive that. Mr. Davis. Hello. Uh, Davis being paparazzi. Ah. Oh. Ah. Nice to see you, Mr. Greek guy. <laughs> can you pause? We're, no, we're we just... can't pause anything, David. We're in the we... middle of it. We can't. We can't. Just, no, 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 say, just say hello and tell us who you are. Hello, hello. I'm Tollis from EWRC Results website. Oh, we follow good. every rally from all over the world. So, and obviously we, we, we know that Dirtfish and EWRC have just joined forces. This is the first time we have spoken on uh, on Zoom calls. This is the first moment I've had to, to actually say hello. So a huge hello. Mm-hmm. A huge congratulations. Nice Lovely to meet you yes. and what a great job you're doing. Thank you, thank you. And I'm really sorry because we're in the podcast. Yes. Sorry, 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 sorry. I didn't know that. Not at all, sorry, but you've, you've just sorry. made your debut sorry. in the podcast. So it's great David to have Evans, you. David Evans, it's lovely to see you. As David mentioned there, our friends from EWRC. I talked about microphone discipline earlier on. David has un, un, um, clipped his microphone and he's, he clipped it about halfway down his chest. Right, now I'm, I'll, I'll move it. I'll move it. I'll move it. it. So, yeah, Jerry Neville, a little bit gung-ho. Uh, you know, and like you say, Colin, just this time, it caught him out. But there's a time and a place for Kung Ho, David. I'm not sure that that position, he had a lot to do. To yeah, but Cole, it, 
for me right and now, Thierry said it himself, you know, his mindset is that of an absolute dogfighter. You know, he's got, he's coming out, he's, yeah, everything's he, against us. Dog I know, no, picks I know. His fights. No, picks he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Yes, he, he goes does. absolutely flat into everything. That's the way, that's the very nature of a dogfighter, you know, and a dogfight. You have to, you can't. Oh, fight. Have down you not dirty. watched Top Gun? It's down and have dirty. you not watched Top Gun? It's down and dirty. No, in That's Top Gun, dog you can't is. pick your fight in a, in a dog fight. You know, you're in there and you just give it absolutely everything. That's where he is right now. He yeah, is, yeah, those, he's those, maverick. They crash and burn, mate. That's what happens when you, when you take that attitude it was, into a dog fight. Yeah, it was, it was a shame. And, and I can completely see your point that it was difficult because there wasn't. Honestly, know, here's my view on to, that one. Dude. Here's my view. You know, it was. Without any question, it was well signposted as perhaps the most difficult, arduous day of the year. It yeah. was not a day, day to, be... to throw caution to the wind. No. That's, no. that's my only point. My no, only point. I, yeah, so if you want a, to, that's a very good point. I'm not knocking Thierry. Thierry is the man that, that gets 110 But he's brought results to the team all the way through this season so far, hasn't he? Absolutely. He's been the one that's held that team up. Yeah. You know, not just and this he, season, last season, the season before. And, and, and he'll continue to do that moving forward without We're, a shadow of uh, Now, just to let you know, folks, where we are, uh, David is staying in a rather plush hotel. Myself and the junior are staying uh, in a nice apartment. So I'm just, this is the first time David's seen our apartment. It's a very lovely, old, traditional uh, Alguero apartment block. What do you make of it, David? Echoey. It is a bit echoey. It, it is is, are there many more stairs? There's quite a few stairs, but David's an athlete. He right. is an athlete. Clearly there's not a lift in this place. There's no lift. No, was this built better. before lifts came into fashion? When you're carrying my bags downstairs, David, then you'll be asking, where's the lift? So, so Danny Sordo. Oh, magnificent. I kept trying to tell him that he was fantastic and magnificent. He didn't seem to agree at all, did he? We didn't, but you didn't sound very sincere. That's no, the no, problem. No. I'm all about the sincerity and genuinely, I thought he did a tremendous job. Yep. You know, podium in Portugal last time out yep. and back to, to the podium again this time. It was a... Can I, can I offer you some... Uh, no, some thank you. Limited, sure, zero, it's got no calories. It's athlete's version. No, that's exactly reason some, I don't want any. Some two-day-old pizza in the fridge. Would you like some oh, of that? Very good, thanks, Kong. Uh, there's a bit of salad there. It looks really quite yucky. That's been there way more than all you have. a bit of cake on the table. Let's keep talking, shall we? I'm okay. sure that uh, our friend Matthew in Finland doesn't want to be hearing about the cake in your in your apartment. Yeah. Um, for Why me, Sordo, really strong again, really as, strong. as usual. He can be, he's a man that can be relied, relied upon to bring points home, and that's exactly what he's mm -hmm. done. And I, you know, I asked him <laughs> at, at the end of the, the, the day today, Yeah. we all want to see Oliver Solberg in the car. We want to see him doing what Toyota has done with Taka to yeah. bring him continually. He is the future, of course he is. But also, no thanks, mate. Sorry, I was being offered the zero thing again. Um, <laughs> he, he, the team needs points. Mm. They need points if they have any aspirations. And this is not to say that Oliver Solberg can't bring points, but when you've got... Four cars. Well, exactly, it's gotta be that Four way. Four cars, it's gotta it be different, be. because what they've done, what, what I and I have done here, with this first and third, with an M Sport car in second, is, you know, they've still got a long way to go, but they have hauled themselves back into the Manufacturers' Championship. Now, yeah. in some ways, the fact that Tanak and Neville are more or less out of the Drivers' Championship, and Neville wouldn't agree, maybe Tanak wouldn't agree after this result, but that may help them in their quest for the Manufacturers. And I totally agree with you. I think if they are being realistic about 
put you in a challenge this year, which you really get a good result in Kenya, and it's right back on again. Then they have to seriously think about that third car and how is yeah. it, how they and the how they car, it. more pertinently. Yeah, the fourth they, car. They've got three. They need four. I think you're right. And Danny's a driver that we've seen year on year on year. You know, he's built his career on being at the finish, yeah. uh, and it's exactly what what Hyundai needs. But I don't think they have to think about that for a few rallies. I think you know, you've got obviously we've got Safari coming up. But they end up a couple of rallies that Danny wouldn't want to do. He certainly wouldn't want to do Finland, and he probably wouldn't want to do Estonia. They're the kind of rallies he doesn't particularly enjoy. But he can still be there at the finish. But I think, you know, more pertinently, we've got Safari coming up, where you 100% would want four cars. We know it is a budget thing for Hyundai. They they don't have the cash to field four cars this year. Mm. Um, And we'll see. Maybe we can. Maybe they can find... Um, some some money towards the second half of the season um, and and bring that together. Uh, it's it's a strategy. Surely, if they're in in the fight for the manufacturers' championship, they will have to. Yeah, I agree. Uh, to, to consider it. So yeah. So now let's move on to M Sports and Craig Green. Really, podium in Monty, good. But then you know, mistake in Sweden is a mistake in Sweden. It can happen to anybody. Uh, and then Croatia, Portugal in the doldrums absolutely bounced back here with a, a speedy and sensible drive. It was very impressive. You know, there was definitely something missing with Bruni. He wasn't happy to admit it. He wasn't willing to admit it. I talked to him before the rally. And no, he wasn't. There was nothing missing. No, it's just, it's just taking time. But there was something that, that wasn't quite right. And, I, and I'm not entirely sure uh, that Breen is quite at the kind of level he wants to be at yet, but it was a massive, massive step in the right direction. It wasn't going backwards, it wasn't even standing still, it moved forwards this weekend for Craig Breen. And, you know, um, he knows how good that car is, and that car again this weekend looks absolutely sensational. It mm. looks sensational. You know, you ask, without allegiances to teams, any driver, you know, which car they would choose for the Safari Rally, if they had a free choice, I'm pretty sure they'd all choose the, the Puma. Yeah. Um, it is a sensational car. They made, they made, uh, Breen has made step forward. I don't think the car's made any steps forward. I think the tar- car's been great in all of those rallies you mentioned that Breen misfired in. But, he, but he's looking better. I'm, I'm not sure. Better. You're, you know, sometimes we are guilty of this, Cole. We've talked about this in, in, in recent podcasts that we build people up and we, and we put all of these caveats kind of around them that he's not done Portugal for, for a good few years. He's not done Sardinia. He's not done sl- slow rallies. And then, and then they come and he struggled in Portugal and we jumped up and down and said, oh, that's not good enough. It's not good enough, but we knew that he was going to struggle a little bit with pace. And yeah, you can say, I know you're thinking this, Sebastian Loeb came back to, to whatever rally and did marvellous things. He's a different driver. Craig, we've known throughout his career, takes time to build. Take small it's steps, incremental steps, steps. Right, yeah. micro steps. I'm not sure we'd say micro steps, but they're not, they're not big leaps that no. you see. And no. you don't get those enormous spikes of performances. No. But we knew coming here, these two rallies, these three rallies, Safari as well, were tricky for him because, like he said, you know, he's been used to a car that's been in fifth and sixth gear on the gravel. Firstly, he's only got five gears this year. And secondly, he's doing rallies that he hasn't done for a long time in conditions that he hasn't seen for a long time. He's not driven. He's not had to drive a a, a rally like Sardinia. I'm not to stop you. I'm not buying this. I'm I'm genuinely not buying it. I'm not buying it because we have seen... 
Lube outperforming him. It's we a, have he's seen a different Greensmith driver. Outperforming him. He's a different driver. We have driver. seen Formo in stages outperforming him. Drivers with no experience. We should judge this at the end of the year, Carl. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm just saying. I, I, you know, I'm I, not I, disputing that, but there's reasons, and we put those reasons around Craig's performance before, and we now can't suddenly disregard them. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not disregarding anything. I, I think that even with those reasons, uh, with the package that Craig's had, it's been an underwhelming start to the year. With the package he's got, right, taking into account it's all been, the It's reasons. been underwhelming, until fair here, enough. Until yes. here. Until here. I, I think we, we judge this at the end of the year. Let's let him take yeah. those steps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it I has do. been. Of course it has. But we, we can't... We gave reason why it might be underwhelming, so we then can't be surprised, oh, it's underwhelming. No, no, no. We said before, we said we knew that Craig might be underwhelming here, here and here because he's for, for reasons X, Y and Z. And then when he is underwhelming, we then castigate, castigate him for, for being underwhelming. Uh, well, you know, there are reasons why he might not give us maximum performance, but you need to then factor in the positives, and the, which are that, you know, he has a brilliant car. And we're seeing that with Lupe. You know, yeah. Lupe is a driver who has shown nothing. Yeah. Nothing in the past. In fact, Lupe is a driver who this time last year was on the verge of quitting the sport. He, he, he did okay in an R5 car, didn't stand out in an R5 car. He's going to this World Rally car and he has been nothing short of sensational at times. Yeah. So there are it, times, though, Colin, I look at driver development in, in black and white. I look at Colin McRae and Richard Burns, two drivers that you could not get a bigger polar opposite. Totally. Colin was. To the limit, over the limit, or over the limit, find out where that limit was and then come back. Burnsy was build, 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 find the limit. There were times that you would have looked at a performance from Richard and said, that was underwhelming. That's not good enough. Yeah. Worked out fine for him. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that this is what we're going to see from Craig for the rest of the year at all. But what I'm saying is it's disappointed me a touch. It has disappointed me a touch. I did expect a little bit more, even taking into consideration all of those things you've mentioned. I did expect a little bit more from him. We haven't seen it until this weekend. And, OK, we're still early in the season, aren't we? Um, we are. There's, there's, there's lots of time. It's a new team for here. Oh, let's just move on. <laughs> let's just move on. Let's just argue, David. I like let's, to argue. So you, you mentioned him there, Lube. Great, great <laughs> performance from, from Pierre-Louis. And... Build, you know, he's building on on everything that he's learning really quickly and just demonstrating a real, for me, a real passion for the sport again. We saw last year, it was difficult to talk to him. You know, he, he saw his head dipped and, and it was hard and he has found a home and a car where he feels loved and he feels appreciated and he feels the car is perfect. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure he felt any of those. We know that the car that he had last year was not a factory car. It wasn't a factory spec mm -hmm. car. It was a couple of steps down, and there's no reflection on 2C that team not running him uh, at all. It's, it's the way it was. Uh, but he's come to M Sport, as any driver can come to M Sport, pay your money, and you get the same piece of kit as Bree, yeah, Greensmith, and Formo, everybody. And that is for me. It also sends a hugely powerful message to drivers around the world thinking of, of investing in a Rally One yeah. program. Yeah. Come to M Sport. You know, you're going to get a rally winning car. And you're going to get the same level of service as you always have done at M Sport. And you're going to get a car that isn't going to take you a season to adapt to. You know, these kids exactly. have come in to yeah. this car and, you know, with, with very limited experience at yeah. the top level, 
have just adapted beautifully to it. A couple it. of days testing it's, for Pierre-Louis. Exactly. Yeah. Pierre-Louis has shown some incredible picks, second, third fastest in some stages here. Consistency that he's never shown us before. Um, on the back of enormously limited testing. Yeah. His second gravel event. It, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a great advert for, for tenacity. The kid's stuck at it, you know. And I, mm. I remember writing uh, driver ratings for him last year. And I, the last one I wrote was, look, you know, I hate, I hate being hard on youngsters. I hate it, you know. Mm. But sometimes they've got to show a bit of honesty. And at the end of last year, he was awful. Mm. Now, he quite rightly said there may have been reasons for that, but he was trying too hard. He was making too many silly mistakes, really silly mistakes. But was he trying too hard? Was he feeling unloved, unwanted, unappreciated? Mm. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, what we're seeing here is that he can get into that Puma and who knows what he can do. You talked to him today. You know, he's, a, uh, he's coming into a run of rallies. He's missing safari but then we go to Estonia we go to Finland we go to Ypres rallies that he enjoys and that yeah. he knows who knows what he can do can, oh, can he can he put himself on the podium why not it might take a set of circumstances but, it, but why not and this is the really clever part about him is that we tried to tempt him come on you're going to get a podium on one of those three hours he wasn't interested it was all about just more time settling in yeah. increasing his performance slowly and or quickly uh, and, and, and actually not chasing the result, Correct. just doing what he's doing. Not chasing feeling, anything. No, no, just feeling comfortable. And do you know, I suspect, we saw this with Tanak, when Tanak took his year and a half out, it was at least that, wasn't it, he took out, uh, way back, way back, can't remember the exact day now. Um, he spent a lot of that time reassessing things, reassessing his approach, reassessing how he mm. uh, wanted to live his life, reassessing how he wanted his career to progress, reassessing how he would develop his career, you know, and maybe, maybe if you're reassessing, you're admitting that maybe the way you did in the past was wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, and I suspect that Pierre-Louis, in the time he took off at the end of last year, he maybe went through a similar process, where he sat back, you know, he's from Corsica, sat on that beautiful island, and thought, what's gone wrong? You know, why has it gone so badly wrong? What am I doing that's contributing to this, and how can I change that? I, I suspect a bit of that's gone on because it's a different no. kid. I think it is, David, because no. he's so, he so laid back. But well, we so brought all of that to him earlier this year and he said, my approach hasn't changed. I've ah. just found comfort. I've just found yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And he's been very clear on that, that his approach is exactly the same as it was with the Hyundai. He's just found a car yeah. maybe, that suits him. Maybe. But it, so moving on, Gus Greensmith. Yeah, uh, bad weekend. Trick, tricky one for Gus. Uh, it really was obviously a... An issue on on Friday that cost him some time, um, and well, he, well he, yeah, he had that kind of. He went off and got stuck didn't he, in the car, wouldn't start. Um, and it, yeah, he, so it was a it was an odd one, wasn't it? It was just yeah. it, he continued well, trying. He lost about a minute and yeah, a half. And you can blame you can blame maybe the, the hybrid system, but it wouldn't have happened if he hadn't gone off and made a mistake. <laughs> That's quite clear. Yeah. We don't know exactly what the no, what the cause no. was, uh, but he but, just never got into it, did he, David? And and, and I suspect again. You know, Gus had a great start to the year, um, was looking good, was looking comfortable, was looking to make progress, and, and it's, it's stalled. And he's watching the others, he's watching, okay, maybe not for more, but he's watching Roubaix doing well. No, thinking, I'm not sure it's stalled. I think, again, we've got to be sensible that on a day like Saturday was a, was a tough day. You know, we've, we've, we've talked about Thierry. What on earth was Thierry doing jumping in and, and re-engaging in a big uh, fight? If Gus had done that and gone off, would have then been critical of him there. He dropped a minute and a half. There was, what he did was actually quite sensible and just keep the car in the middle of the road, do as much as he can to learn, 
So he took the car in different directions and, and learned plenty. It's gonna that's gonna benefit him in Safari moving forward. Well, if he if he you know he clearly wasn't feeling comfortable with the car, if he'd chased performance, he probably would have gone off. So he then loses seat time. Well, I, I'm not sure what's more important in those situations. I, I agree with you. I think the time you know he, he's tried some different, we believe, damper settings, hasn't he? It's dampers, mm. not just settings um, ahead of Safari. You know if that does then set him up nicely for Safari, Safari will be time well spent. I, I, for me, it's always, well, what do you do as a driver? You, you've had a bad start to the rally. Do you, you want to push and do you want to find a little bit of confidence? Do you want to find a bit, again, self-belief? Or do you, as you say, want to use that time productively and, and, and maybe, maybe if possible, do a bit of testing? Use it productively. Rally. Gus is in a position where he doesn't, he knows he's in that car for at least the rest of this year. Oh, yeah. No, so he's, he's not, he's not chasing. He's absolutely not chasing a result no. to keep his seat. For me, it was a sensible one. Yeah, okay. Um, um, we'll disagree on that one as well. Then. <laughs> I won't on yet. No, listen, I, I don't think he had a good weekend. I think I think he looked. No, he, he looked didn't have a good weekend, but he potentially had a productive weekend when he, you know, and it wasn't a time to risk all. No, for no, me. for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, no, so I think we've agreed that I'm right on that one. And just moving forward now, on to <laughs> did we? Did we? To 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 Adrian Formo and oh. I feel for him. I, I, feel, I feel for him, him. now. It's you know it, it, it he was driving the perfect rally exactly like he was in Portugal um, and he was caught out he was caught and, out as a silly he, mistake he, yeah. uh, these things happen it was a it was a high pressure situation when you're told categorically from Malcolm Wilson and from Richard Milner you will finish you know that's yeah of course the one thing you do is you finish but it, that brings a, a pressure because. If you slow the car right down, these cars are not designed to be driven at those kind of speeds. It, they, then they simply don't work. You know, okay, they were even worse when we had fully active cars. Yeah. Um, but it, none of it feels natural. Um, and he was a little bit distracted. And you can say he shouldn't have been distracted. He's, you know, he's, he's working at an elite level. It, that's all fine. It was 60-odd degrees in the car. You know, we've got to cut the boy some slack. I agree. I agree. You know, uh, um Let's move on then. We've agreed. No, 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 no. I, I, just to just to just to um, reiterate the point you're making. Uh, you know, he's saying that his concentration went, and that was one of the big worries about that afternoon. Oh. Remember, it was late in the afternoon. I think it was the final stage, wasn't it? Yeah. Your know, temperatures were at the max. They'd been all day, yeah. uh, and and he had talked about it beforehand about you know in Portugal he felt dizzy at the stage ends, and he was worried about it. Yeah. And it is very possible that he just had a momentary lapse in concentration and that's why he made yeah. the mistake. But it's an, it's an impossibly difficult situation he finds himself in. You know, he wants to, he, and he was going quicker and he was sitting in a nice position. And the accusation against him is that he could see Kali Rovenpera come out quickly in his rear view mirror. Yeah, I'm not and sure. Not, I'm saying this is the accusation. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, no, I, I, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I don't think he's that silly. He's not. He's, he's, he's hugely intelligent. intelligent. He's he's way more intelligent. I think than at times, at times he's yeah. At times he's 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 quite impatient. Yeah. But there's a difference between impatience and silliness, clearly. And I I don't think a, a charging Robin Perra would have would have no, because elicited a response from him. He's he's understood so that he's got to be patient I'm, I'm, through yeah, Portugal and here. I'm going to go with the fact that he was he was uh, he was affected by the heat and yeah. that was that. But not not an easy one to come back from. No. Uh, and time is sure marching on. Sure you don't want any tea? No, definitely don't want any, any tea. Nice. Uh, time is marching on. We've, we've talked a little bit about Toyota. We spent a long time talking with Tom Fowler today, uh, technical director at Toyota. There is plenty coming on the website with Tom. Lots of really interesting insight. 
uh, into the heat, the way these cars have worked with the heat through this, through this really difficult event. A, a tricky event for Toyota, we can agree on that. Uh, it's one that I'm sure they will bounce back. They won Safari last year. They will be going there, uh, absolutely chasing uh, another victory. But I am ready to wrap up, Cole. But I think one thing um, that I do just want to say before we go is there are three people uh, who get absolutely no appreciation for the jobs that they do. Three people have kept this rally on the road this 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 weekend, and that is Willie Verhoeven, Mick the Chef, and Tank. From so that's uh, Willie Verhoeven is obviously the driver's friend. I don't know what what do we call them. They're the, uh, they're, they're, the, um, they're driver's the, friend. Driver's friend. Driver's yeah, anchor. I'm going to think of it while you're talking. There's, I'm sure. Crew, crew, uh, conservation has been on this event. But the, really these are the guys that they've, they've been out all around the route, obviously only where they're allowed to go, and they've provided drinks, they've provided cold towels, they've provided everything to keep people alive, yes. ultimately. And we, we had a very good demonstration of how necessary that was when our Australian friend... Lupinier didn't yeah. get that kind of service yeah. and said he was close to heat exhaustion. Yeah. No, 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 he was close to collapsing cold. So he's a big fit lad. Yeah, he's a very fit lad. He didn't, you know, for some whatever reason, his team he, didn't... You know, every team was given the yeah. same opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good Lord alone knows why, why Luke didn't get this, yeah. the provisions that were 100% necessary. And like, this heat was not a surprise. Oof. Everybody knew this heat was coming. So that was a big fail for Luke's yeah. team. Yeah. Uh, and he had to go and knock on a door, didn't he? He went and knocked on a, on a, on a, on a Sardinian farmer's yeah. Yeah. door and got some water. But yeah, those those three guys, just what an exceptional job. We've been out, mm. we were in Peduzzo and, and, and everywhere watching them. You know, Mick was unbelievable, just running up and running. down, giving towels <laughs> to everybody. And they've done a great job. They've, they've kept everybody not cool. They've kept everybody slightly below boiling point. Kept them alive. Um, kept, kept them alive. alive. Um, and yeah, so great job. And Sardinia, once again, has provided us with a, a fascinating event. Um, so we say thank you, Sardinia. We, uh, we've got to end this now because Colin's got to take a shower before we, before we go to the airport. And there is no way... I am following him into the shower to continue I recording his podcast. I'm quite happily continuing, no, but for no, some absolutely reason. Absolutely not. So thank what you very much. By the way, my little apartment. It's a fabulous apartment. So yeah, it's you've definitely got the, uh, the, the, the bigger uh, straw, longer straw. I've got a shorter straw, I think, this time. It's great. Uh, so, people, thank you very much for listening. Um, and we uh, look forward to talking to you next week. Uh, and in between times, there is a heap of stuff coming on dirtfish.com. Obviously, if it's results analysis you want to look for, go to ewrc-results.com. You will find everything, every nut and bolt from this event there. And the analysis comes to dirtfish.com. And we will talk to you again next week. And hopefully by then, David, my voice will be back. Or it will have gone completely. You've loved the fact that my voice has gone this week, haven't you? You've loved it. It's been very quiet. You've no idea how lovely that's been at times. See you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.